0: Griner Auto Body of Washington, Iowa, using state-of-the-art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident. Car Doctor of Washington, Iowa, no matter who Frankensteined it, they can fix and clean and customize it. McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you, located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. Hinshaw Trailer Sells in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Jennifer Fagan of Neighbor Insurance has the knowledge and expertise to properly insure your auto, home, life, business, farm, and crops. With a sense of urgency when it is needed most. When you file a claim, contact Jennifer at Jennifer at NeighborInsurance dot com. There are big changes coming to downtown Wellman, new storefronts, and Buckwalder Motors is proud to be part of those changes. You can still find that reliable family car for you or your student at Buckwalder Motors in Wellman. B Propane and the family of jet stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Hufton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham present Southeast Iowa today. I'm John Bain, author of Christie's Journey The Beat Goes On, and your host. On today's episode, I'm visiting with Melanie Schweitzer of Flora LLC. She is working with the local organization Trees Forever to help residents of Washington County uh, replace trees that they lost during the March 31st, 2023 tornadoes. Melanie, welcome to
1: Southeast Iowa today. Thanks, John. Oh, you're quite welcome. It's uh, really a pleasure for me to have you on the program. Now, Melanie, you are uh, owner of Flora LLC. And you have come up and partnered and teamed up with an organization called Trees Forever. Can you tell us what what you've got going on?
2: Sure. Um, well, so this whole thing started after the March 31st tornado. Um, my husband, and Mike, and I live north of Wellman, and we had kind of a near miss with that tornado. Um, our house was all right, but we lost a lot of trees. And for me, being a plant nerd, <laughs> I, I find that really difficult. And it made me want to reach out to others that have had um, tree loss. And unfortunately, so many people in our area also lost their homes and farms and equipment and livestock, et cetera. So um, <clears throat> I wanted to help in that small way. Uh, I know we have other organizations helping with their other needs. But um, I asked Trees Forever if they could give us a hand with that whole effort. And they graciously said yes. So they're um, helping us raise money for that effort. And the plan is to raise money until September 1st. And then at that time, they close the fundraising down and we start talking about getting those trees installed for people so my goal is to provide as many trees for as many families within the Washington County area that had tornado damage um, as want them, basically. And I'd like to be able to provide them at no charge and with volunteer labor to install them. Um, so that's the goal, and we've got um, several fundraising efforts going currently, and we'll just continue that the rest of the summer.
1: Well, it's uh, it's uh, quite a wonderful goal. I mean, trees just trees provide so much besides just shade and and wind breaks is, and, uh, and uh and oxygen <laughs> they, they help they uh help purify our air so that yes. uh we sure. have uh we have cleaner air and uh um you know you talk about the trees and such and i i've been told that a lot of times when folks have uh major storm damage especially like through a tornado and such uh landscaping and trees and that sort of thing are, are the last thing that um, people really think about for some obvious reasons. But right. a lot of times, a lot of times that isn't even covered uh, by folks insurance.
2: No, it is just not that even the cleanup effort is not covered by most insurance policies. Um, uh, at least it wasn't on ours, and so the cleanup, and then the, you know, in many cases you wind up having to reseed yards and um, obviously replant trees. So um, we're we're trying to, you know, help in this specific way to replace windbreaks and shade trees. So.
1: Now, as far as as far as an individual tree, uh, is there a certain type of tree that will be uh, given to folks, or do they get a choice of trees? How does that work?
2: well good question Um, we're working on those details now i know trees forever has a list of trees that they approve um, for their projects and we'll work within that list Um, and i think what we'll want to do is provide sort of a menu and then the trees get ordered and installed later on so this week my goal is to Contact the families that reached out to Washington County Emergency Services. Um, Marissa Risen over there has been real helpful with um, putting me in touch with those families. And then if there's any other listeners that have not heard about this or gotten contacted or whatever, they can reach out to me directly. And I'll get them on the list. And then what I'd like to do is at least have a phone conversation, if not an in-person meeting, to get an idea of what they would like, when they need it, you know, that kind of thing and then give them a list of trees to pick from. So um, there, there's a number of evergreen trees that would be suitable for windbreaks. Um, probably three would be our top choices would be uh, white pine, black hill spruce, and Norway spruce as they're the most adaptable, especially out in farm country You know where we deal with um, some herbicide drift and that kind of thing. Uh, those seem to be the most tolerant species. And then for shade trees, um, I'll work off of Trees Forever's list of suggested species.
1: Okay. Now, what is the best way for someone to reach out to you then?
2: Um, I can give my cell number and my email address as well, and they can just contact me as they have time. The sooner the better, of course, just so that we can make sure we've got everybody's um, needs accounted for uh and it's ideal to order trees, you know, in the next month or two for fall. So, you know, it's not a pressing thing, but sooner is better.
1: And it's it's uh, the fall is probably about the best time of year to plant, isn't it, for the trees?
2: It's by Oh gosh, it's so much easier. Um and especially in some cases where people may not have their houses, you know. Um mm-hmm there's going to be such a a reduced need to water if we fall plant as opposed to spring plant. For instance, I bought my trees this spring and we're in the process of planting them now. And that means I'm watering three days a week, you know, all summer long. Whereas if we fall plant them um, often people can water once a week, maybe twice, you know, just depends on the fall and for a much shorter period of time. So Uh, I think it's going to be much easier, especially for people that may not be living at the site where the trees are going to go. Um, And we do have one family that's reached out, and they would like to wait till next year to plant trees because they're rebuilding their house currently. And we'll figure out a way to make that work. So that that might be an option for folks, too.
1: Okay. And what is your email address so they can can, uh, reach out to you?
2: Sure. It's Melanie at farmfreshflora.com and that's M-E-L A-N-I-E at Farm Fresh Flora, dot com.
1: Okay. And uh folks that uh, may not like to do email, did you have a number a telephone number sure. as
2: well? Sure. Um my cell number is three one nine six three one five three two eight.
1: Okay, well, I think we gave folks plenty of time to grab a pencil and a piece of paper, and if not, the neat thing is with these podcasts, they can pause it and back it up and play it again. So sure. it should be easy for them to have that information. Now, tell me more if you can about Trees Forever, the organization.
2: Okay. Um, that's a, a organization that's run out of um, the Cedar Rapids area, Marion, I believe, and they've been helping organize or excuse me, communities replant trees um, and install trees um, for the first time for many, many years, decades. And that was um, started by a local person. And she saw the need to have trees um, in communities of street trees and for parks and, you know, residential areas, all of that. And so they um, received grant money. A lot of it comes from Alliant Energy, I understand. And um, that allows them to hire people to plant trees or to buy trees and have the communities plant them. So, um, as I understand it, they don't themselves install trees, but they kind of facilitate the whole thing. And as I'm finding out, um, (laughs) dealing, they have a nonprofit status, of course, I do not. And Mm. so that, um, adds another layer to this whole business as far as it's not as easy as just fundraising and going out and planting trees for people, which I'm finding out <laughs> the hard way yeah. um, that there's a lot more that goes into the whole, you know, uh, supervising the funds and that kind of thing. So um, I'm currently looking for another nonprofit organization to come to the team. Um, what will happen is I'm helping to fundraise. Um, the money gets funneled into trees forever. To their account. They've set up a separate account for Washington County disaster victims. And then they have to pay that money back out to another nonprofit organization. So I'm currently talking to a couple of different organizations. It sounds like possibly our local um, Rotary chapter will be able to help on that uh, and run it through their Rotary International Fund. And then that would allow them to pay vendors that supply trees.
1: Wow, there's a, that's a lot of a lot of hurdles on your end, yeah. but it, but it <laughs> sounds like uh, you you and the others that uh, go through that will help make it easy for the folks that are going to be the
2: tree recipients. Yeah, yeah, that's the goal. We want to make it as stress free as possible. Obviously, they've had enough to deal with, and I know for a lot of people, trees is probably the last thing on their radar. But um, you know, it's a, it's a good time to fundraise while it's still fresh in everybody's memory.
1: Right. Well, I know one of your fundraisers uh, is going to be the uh, New Roots One Day Music Festival, Sunday, July 16th, North Park in Wellman from 4 to 7 p.m. And and I talked uh, on another podcast, I talked to Gary Yoder from Bad Angle Events, and I know he's excited about that event. And um, it should be, uh, It's I believe it's like a free will offering to, as far as cost of the uh the event itself just to help raise money for this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They, they've been awesome. That angle has been wonderful um, and have a lot of expertise in setting up concerts and so on. Um, We had a meeting about a week ago and I believe the plan is to have food trucks on site. Um, And so I think it'll just be a fun family afternoon. Anybody can come Um, as you said, it's free will and all of the proceeds go to benefit the Washington County Disaster Victim Fund for for tree replanting. Uh,
1: what what no I don't I can't think of any better better reason to to go and to have a concert in the uh, the band shell there is just a wonderful setup at the park.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a great idea and I got to give <laughs> Bad Angle all the credit for that. They they came to me and said, "Hey, we we're looking for a fundraiser. We'd like to help with your effort." And so, um I'm very grateful for that and kind of um wanting to do whatever I can to promote that event
1: well I'll tell you uh northern uh Washington county has been picked on a lot this year with in the springtime with storms and then with the tornado of march thirty first and you had mentioned you had um had uh tree damage, but your house your house was spared.
2: Um, we, we had damage to all of our buildings, but the damage to both of our shops is, you know, fairly minor. Um, and we had to replace the roof on our house, but otherwise it was really just more cleanup. Um, I had no idea what it was like to (laughs) clean, uh, tornado mud off a house. You know, it just, it's, it's more than you realize until you actually get into it. And, um, the, probably the biggest effort we had here was cleaning up the fields, um, our Our farm had a lot of um uh literally tons and tons of debris on it, mostly um uh, metal uh lots of you know building scraps wood um you know if if you can imagine that being in a house or a building it was on our farm and we were so grateful for all the people that came out and helped us clean up it It took probably a week um of walking the fields to get everything ready to plant and then we walked them three times after that to try and get the rest of the stuff up. And, um, you know, it's just, as I found out, it's more than you think it possibly could be going into it. You can kind of drive by place and think, you know, as long as the house is still standing, that the damage was pretty minor. And in our case, we were fortunate it was, but um, there's a lot of cleanup time and, and people were so generous with helping us. And we'd like to kind of pay that forward if we can.
1: Well, it sure sounds like you're going to be doing that with uh, with your involvement with the Trees Forever fundraising and distribution of that. So I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be grateful for, for your efforts. And, uh, uh, and thanks for sharing uh, some of your experience from after the storm, too, because, you know, a lot of times when people aren't directly affected by it, they don't always know what Happens in the aftermath, and and these storms—they're just so the tornadoes—they're just so evil. They just—they just—just yeah. just, I don't know, have any other way to describe it. But um, were, were you actually uh, at home at the time, or did you uh, happen yeah. to? Oh wow.
2: Yeah, we were. Um, we we think we had two come by the house because we were in the basement and heard the first one pass, and then you know, how it does, it gets nice and quiet. And so we came out of the basement and started looking around and I actually walked outside and um, I could hear something. And so I walked out on my lane and I could see the next one coming. Oh, wow. And, and that, that was the big one. That was the one that looked like the wedge pictures that you've seen, you know, the big black column. And uh, mm. I think when I saw it, it had just taken out our neighbor's place. And so, of course, I, you know, Hightailed it to get back in the basement at that point, and uh, mm-hmm. we waited out that next one, and we have, it passed within about 600 feet of our house, so um, we know firsthand how important those windbreaks are because a lot of the, the metal debris that was on our farm would have wound up, you know, hitting the house more than likely. There was a lot of it trapped in the windbreaks, so um, it's just so important out here in the country where we get a lot of wind, you know, to have that protection. So
1: those, those uh, windbreaks acted like big catcher's mitts.
2: They sure did. Yep. Every yeah. fence, every windbreak, I mean just full of trash. So
1: Wow.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: it's a, unless you unless you see it or you know, go first hand or experience it, it's just I think it's hard for people to imagine.
2: Yeah, it it's an impressive thing to see. <laughs> um mm-hmm. if it didn't damage anyone's place, it would be really interesting to watch but yeah as you said earlier it's it's just so destructive it's it's hard to not categorize it as an evil thing you know it's
1: right right yeah Yeah. now as far as trees you know when you think about uh you know when we look at some of these trees that are in the you know the the hillsides in the in the different areas and they are just some of them are just huge and they don't that way in in a year or two they're like hundreds of year old trees
2: yeah yeah it's unfortunate uh the woodlands around our area yeah sustained a lot of damage and um, some of those trees obviously will take hundreds of years to regrow
1: but once you do plant the tree and and everything goes good uh it can be quite a legacy
2: it can be and i i always um i do a lot of landscape design and we do installations and general contracting on landscape projects. And I always try to encourage clients to do their trees first. So, because um, wow. it's just amazing, even in five years' time, you know, what growth you can have um, and why wait, you know, to get that component installed. So,
1: right. Um, right.
2: yeah, fun to watch them grow. Uh,
1: yes, indeed, indeed. Now, um, you you and your husband own Flora LLC. Tell us a uh-huh. little bit about
2: um, so I have a background in um, landscape design and construction management. I, I worked for uh, an Iowa City company for 29 years. And then in 17, I started doing um, landscape design and floral design. And over the years, the floral side of my business has had to kind of take a backseat as we get busier with our um Landscaping side. So now I do um, pretty much scheduled events for the floral side of things, and most of my time is spent working on landscape designs and um, setting up projects, managing projects, installing them, that kind of thing. So and it's People kind would
1: of a, oh go ahead a,
2: oh it's just a very small um, effort. You know, it's um, myself doing installs um, along with you know kids um, relatives kids and children of friends and that kind of thing and, and currently it's been mostly uh, young women so I call it my girl gang we we tend to go in and do like the detail plantings, you know uh, small trees shrubs perennials annuals that kind of thing and then my husband helps when he has time he farms and so uh, we rope him in <laughs> when we need him and try and leave him alone the rest of the time so he can do his
1: work Gotcha. Now it's a it's a great opportunity for those young ladies to get that experience.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. If you can tolerate the physical discomfort, you know it's um, mm-hmm. it pays well, and it's uh, I think a good good opportunity um, to learn something a little bit different. So.
1: Yeah. Now, if people would like to learn more about your business, do you have a website or a Facebook page? Yeah, I or- do.
2: Yeah, it's uh, www.farmfreshflora.com. And um, honestly, I don't spend a lot of time promoting the business. It um, really my biggest effort, I guess, in that direction would be social media posts. So I, I post under my own name and also under um, Farm Fresh Flora on Instagram and um, Flora on Facebook.
1: Okay. So from time to time they might be able to see some neat pictures of some of your landscape projects.
2: Yeah, and just general um horticultural advice and um shots of different flowers and things like that. So it it's a lot of eye candy on on my social media feed. Um but I do try and include some more educational stuff as well.
1: Oh, that sounds really neat. Well Melanie, I really appreciate your time today. I really respect you for your efforts that you're doing to help with trees forever. And um, was there anything I should have asked you that I didn't?
2: Um, no, I don't think so. I, I really appreciate you giving the the time to this topic. It I think could help a lot of our local people. So thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. I'm sure. I, I know. I sure hope it does. I know it will. And I, I bet you guys are going to have a very crowded North Park in Wellman on uh, July 16th.
2: Oh, I hope so. Hope you're right. Thank you very much.
0: All right. Have a great day. Yes, you too. That was Melanie Schweitzer of Flora LLC discussing her efforts, the efforts of many others, and the efforts of a local organization, Trees Forever, to replace trees in washington county that were destroyed during the march 31st 2023 tornadoes on this episode of southeast iowa today presented by Griner auto body of washington iowa using state of the art techniques and decades of experience to get your car back on the road after an accident car doctor of washington iowa no matter who frankenstein it they can fix and clean and customize it mcdonald boneyard and auto recycling in Kyoto for all your farm machinery and auto recycling needs wayland state bank over 90 years of being community minded just like you located in wayland winfield and mount pleasant hinshaw trailer sales in richland iowa for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Jennifer Fagan of Neighbor Insurance has the knowledge and expertise to properly insure your auto, home, life, business, farm, and crops. With a sense of urgency, when it is needed most when you file a claim, contact Jennifer at jennifer at NeighborInsurance dot com There are big changes coming to downtown Wellman, new storefronts, and Buckwalder Motors is proud to be part of those changes. You can still find that reliable family car for you or your student at Buckwalder Motors in Wellman. B&B, propane, and the family of jet stops in Burlington, Salem-Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Hufton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. I'm your host, John Bain. Stay friendly, Southeast Iowa.